Welcome to Shelter in Place, a podcast about finding daily sanity in a world that feels increasingly insane. Coming to you from Oakland, California, I'm Laura Joyce Davis. Before I begin today's episode, I wanted to ask for your help with something. If you listen on iTunes, you've probably seen their list of podcasts designated as COVID-19 essential listening. I've reached out to Apple to ask them to include Shelter in Place on that list, but I need your help. If you could take a moment to go to iTunes, rate Shelter in Place, and write a quick review of what you like about the show, I would be so grateful. Our family began this week with some hard news. The trickle of work my husband Nate has had as a contractor came to a definitive halt. The news was discouraging, but it wasn't surprising. He was working for a construction company, one of the many industries that has been hit hard since COVID-19. For the last decade, Nate's salary is the one that has kept us afloat, but it's not the first time we've been in this situation. He's an advertising copywriter, and when the economy is hurting, advertising and marketing are usually the first things to go. Still, the news is never easy to take. If we'd known a year ago that our plans to move to Mexico this summer would have to change, a story that I shared earlier this week in episode 30, we would have done things differently this past year. Nate would have found a full-time job a long time ago. He's chosen to work as a contractor this past year because he felt like it would be unfair to a potential employer if he took a full-time job only to have to leave it in July. But of course, now all of that has changed. He's looking for full-time work again. Nate is good at what he does, and he's got a lot of experience, so I'm not worried about him finding a job. It's just a matter of how long it will take in this COVID-19 economy. I'm grateful that this job loss comes at a time in our lives when we have savings. We've been in this situation before when we didn't, and it was rough. If we're careful now, our savings will get us through this until Nate finds another job. In the past, my instinct in these situations has been to double down on life, to eliminate the margins, hustle for freelance work to fill in the gaps, figure out a plan of how we're going to get ourselves out of this. This time around, it feels different. This time, I just feel tired. We're not idle or helpless right now. Nate is looking for jobs. After decades of writing and only rarely getting paid for it, I'm trying to figure out if this podcast can help us survive. I don't have answers to that yet, but once I do, I plan on sharing them with you in a future episode. What I do know is that the more listeners I have, the better my chances are of making a go of it. So I want to thank all of you who've shared this podcast with your friends. It means a lot to me. I think what feels so different about this time of unemployment is that we no longer have the illusion of control. There's no forward momentum to our life right now. We're just stuck in this daily reality of caring for our kids and trying to do all of the stuff their school is asking us to do, trying to remember to be kind to each other. This time is forcing us to be still in a way that feels really uncomfortable. It feels not just still, but stagnant. No matter how much we try to plan or cut costs or do things differently, we have no idea what the future looks like. No clue if this situation will be one that ends in a matter of weeks or if it'll take months of draining our savings just to get through it. This morning as I was thinking about how to talk about our life right now, 
I came across Psalm 131, a tiny little poem of a psalm written by King David as he cried out to God thousands of years ago. It reads, My heart is not proud, Lord. My eyes are not haughty. I do not concern myself with great matters or things too wonderful for me. But I have calmed and quieted myself. I am like a weaned child with its mother. Like a weaned child, I am content. Israel, put your hope in the Lord both now and forevermore. Commentators think that David might have written this when he was being hunted by King Saul, who was threatened by David and wanted to kill him. Or it might have been when David's wife Michal was embarrassed of him when he danced in the streets when the Ark of the Covenant was brought into Jerusalem. Whatever was going on with David when he wrote those three little verses, it wasn't a great time for him. I can imagine how discouraged he must have been, how tired he must have felt. Maybe being still and quiet felt like the only option. It's how I feel right now. I'm concerned, but I'm not panicking. Past experiences taught me that we will get through this, even if it's tough for a while. I've felt restless ever since we began sheltering in place a little over a month ago. My thoughts have been constantly rattling around inside my head as I've tried to come up with solutions. But today I'm seeing things differently. And maybe it is just because I'm tired. Or maybe it's finally sinking in that all of my scurrying around isn't getting me anywhere. I think I'm finally accepting that even though I want motion, what I need is to be still. Whatever happens in our lives and in this world beyond COVID-19, the work we're doing right now is important. I'm not talking about the stuff that fills up our days. I'm talking about sitting with the things that are hard, admitting that we don't have all the answers. We don't know how this one is going to turn out. Even though I've talked a lot about contemplation, meditation, and prayer, sometimes I forget that the act of just being still can be a healing one, that it's an act of trust to let myself sit in it, even if it feels like nothing. If you've enjoyed today's episode of Shelter in Place, I would love it if you could rate it and review it wherever you listen, share it with a friend, and subscribe. Shelter in Place is sponsored by Brick and Mortar and Delta Wines. Even in these tough times, this family business has stepped up to be the first sponsor of Shelter in Place. When you order wine from brickandmortarwines.com or winesforchange.com, you can get 10% off your order by using the promo code SHELTER. If you order six or more bottles from Brick and Mortar, you'll also get free shipping and overnight shipping in California. The Shelter in Place music was composed by Chase Horseman at Reactor Productions, and the Shelter in Place artwork was created by Sarah Edgel. As always, you can find links to the things I mentioned in each episode in my show notes at laurajoycedavis.com. Until tomorrow, this is Shelter in Place. I'm Laura Joyce Davis.